stood in rosary beads. Their puffed knuckles had unwrinkled, the nails were darkened, their wrists obediently sloped. The dulce brown shroud, the quilted satin cribs. I knelt courteously, admiring it all, as wax melted down and veined the candles, the flames hovering to the women hovering behind me. And always, in a corner, the coffin lid, its nail heads dressed with little gleaming crosses. Dear soapstone masks, kissing their igloo brows had to suffice, before the nails were sunk and the black glacier of each funeral pushed away. Now, as news comes in of each neighbourly murder, we pine for ceremony, customary rhythms the temperate footsteps of a cortege winding past each blinded home. I would restore the great chambers of Boyne, prepare a sepulchre under the cup-marked stones. Out of side streets and by-roads, purring family cars nose into line, the whole country tunes to the muffled drumming of ten thousand engines. Somnambulant women left behind move through emptied kitchens, imagining our slow triumph towards the mounds. Quiet as a serpent in its grassy boulevard, the procession drags its tail out of the gap of the north as its head already enters the megalithic doorway. When they have put the stone back in its mouth, we will drive north again, past Strang and Carling Fjords.